Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers. Hello, Robin. Rihanna Cruz. Howdy, Robin. How you doing? All right. And Radio Milwaukee's Tariq Moody. Hey, Tariq. Hey, Robin. Hope you're doing well. I am. It's New Music Friday, and we're taking a quick look at the best albums out now on February 11th, starting with the one and only Mary J. Blige. She's back with a new one called Good Morning Gorgeous. Mary J. Blige reminding the kids how it's done. <laughs> Good Morning Gorgeous is her new record. The song is on top. Uh, it's her first album in five years, and I don't know, man. I think it's pretty flawless. Yes, this is Mary J. Blige in rare form. She was a soundtrack to my years at Howard University. When What's the 411 came out back in like 91, 92, and this album just sounds fresh as ever. And like I've been watching Instagram, I'm not going to lie, to when she celebrated her 50th birthday, she was sharing all these amazing photos. I'm like, dang, like, I'd be 49 if I can look that way in a year. That'd be a miracle. She is, <laughs> Which is she's amazing. a phenom. She set the path for so many artists today. Like, it was her and Aaliyah. If it wasn't for those two artists, you probably wouldn't get SZA. You wouldn't probably get any of the things we've been, like, talking about over the last few years here on, on, on All Songs Considered. Tariq, you talk about how amazing she looks. Because ahead of the release of this record, she talked a lot about these insecurities she had. Yes. Particularly around body image and, and mm-hmm. how she felt about the way she looked, which is, you know, where the title comes from, Good Morning Gorgeous, this whole record is just full of these affirmations where she's, you know, trying to pump herself up. This is a self-care album. She's now a real inspiration for a lot of women out there, especially black women. You know, Mary J, in those classic early years that you referenced, Tariq, she was kind of the queen of pain, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like, there was like some roughness to what she did, some rawness to what she did. And I love that she's turning that intensity of emotion mm-hmm. toward self-care, as you're saying. That's really beautiful. She deserves all the accolades. Super fun to see her and J-Lo getting lots of flowers right now. It's, it's like a good time to be 50 years old. <laughs> My back! It's a good time for anyone but Robin Hilton to be 50 years old. <laughs> no, I, I always think of J-Lo at the, at the Super Bowl. Was was that just last year or was that t- two years ago? I, uh, and just watching her perform and thinking, my God, we're the same age. <laughs> You know, if I, if I don't throw my back out putting my pants on in the morning, I, I consider it a, a good day. Actually, I just realized she just turned 51 back in January 11th. And speaking of Super Bowl, she is performing this year's Super Bowl along with like Dr. Dre and all these classic uh, hip hop artists this, this coming Sunday. The L.A. Super Bowl. I'm excited. Uh, wait wait a minute. Going? Who is? Mary, Rihanna. Mary J. Blige. Yeah. She is. Are you going to the Super Bowl, Rihanna? 
I am not, but as an LA <laughs> resident, I am extremely excited. Why did I think Kendrick was doing the Super Bowl? Recently? Kendrick's doing it too. Oh, okay. Kendrick, Dodger, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige. It's like 90. Eminem is going to be there, weirdly enough. Wow. It's gonna, Compton's going to be lit. Okay, Mary J. Blige. The record out today is called Good Morning Gorgeous. And another big release out now comes from the band Alt-J. Their new album is called The Dream. talking about drinking a soda right i mean <laughs> it's so weird and wonderful all j the dream is the album this song's the opening cut called bane this is also their first album in five years and i think it's another great addition to their catalog it has everything i love in their music basically that it's beautiful and weird you know when all j first came out i found them so otherworldly the sound was like aliens descending, <laughs> you know? Um, now I feel like I can hear how Alt-J connects to a bigger musical universe. And I think that's been how they've developed over the years. But in 2022, there are a lot of bands that are in the business of building complex soundscapes with a lyrical frame. But they've expanded their sound in really interesting ways. They can write a hooky song, but still they're making these crazy, elaborate, mythopoetic stories with wild keyboards and strange rhythms and and Joe Newman's just vocals inhabiting all these interesting characters. And I think that's what I love. It's very immersive. Yeah, this record feels quintessentially Alt-J, as you guys have said. It has all of the elements of what we love about the band or what I love about the band personally. And it's this sort of like esoteric indie rock. Some Alt-J criticism to me feels very, um, I, I like to call it the Lord paradox. A lot of people think Lord is sort of boring nowadays, myself included, <laughs> mostly because everybody tries to be Lord. So now when I listen to a Lord record, it's like, oh, I've heard these sounds before and they don't sound new and they don't sound as inventive as they used to be. And I think that can sort of apply to Alt-J in this instance. This record is everything I want to see out of Alt-J, but I could see a criticism of it being retreading over the same ground. Well, I know I was reading an interview with Joe Newman ran it and he was saying they had a couple like sort of a breakthrough hit on their last record and he's like 
well, that wouldn't be a bad thing to have again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And yeah. I don't think we should fault artists for wanting to reach a larger audience or wanting to, you know, have a sound that hits with people. That There's nothing wrong with that. And these songs are still weird at their core, don't you think? I mean, the lyrics are very strange, still death-obsessed. There's one that's about John Belushi, the night of his death. There's another one, uh, Happier When You're Gone, that's, uh, you know, about a woman who kills her abusive partner. These are like intense stories, even if we know the musical frame. No, I, I, I don't think you necessarily have to reinvent the wheel with every record. And I think personally, for me, I feel like Alt-J gets a pass because they've done that so many times before. Alt-J is the band. Their new one is called The Dream. There is also an incredible album out now from the singer Ravina. It's called Asha's Awakening. guitar on this song. Kathy left for Katmandu from Ravina, her new album, Asha's Awakening. And Tariq, across this whole album, she is she's giving the world the soul-healing good vibes it needs. Yeah, I call it a spiritual post-R&B record. This is a concert record. When I realized it was a concert record, I was like, oh, I want to hang out with this person. It's basically <laughs> a Punjabi space princess living on a foreign planet and learning highly advanced spiritual intelligence from its inhabitants. The mixture of the Bollywood sound and an R&B, it just put me in a good good mood. I hear some Sade on this record. Yes. Mm. Don't you think? Yeah, and totally. then also the storyline is very Janelle Monet. so. Yeah, I just, you brought it up because Janelle Monáe is very into the Afrofuturism and I can see this Ravina taking her culture and applying futurism concept to it. I wrote down that it sort of sounds like TikTok pop music, but <laughs> like I, I see that sort of TikTok sounding pop music as like a, a subgenre that kind of like I'm off put by it, but I wasn't on this record. It feels very sublime and it, it feels like a very pleasant listen, which I really welcomed. And I think part of that is because it's sort of flush with personality. One of the tracks, I believe it's Time Flies, she talks about losing a baby and something like that on a record really stood out to me. I think it's actually about her having an abortion, which really? is also a really interesting political statement for mm-hmm. her, which I love. Mm-hmm. You know? Part of her personality is also, f- it's funny. The, yeah. As deeply spiritual and cosmic as this record is, there, like there's this song called, The Internet is Like Eating Plastic. The internet has me stupid and smart at the same time. I'm of average intelligence. Maybe above average, but what is average anyways? Humans are very smart and very dumb. The internet has me planning too much. 
I don't need this much information on pricing for a wedding in Bali. She does end the album also with a, a nearly 15-minute guided meditation called Let Your Breath Become a Flower. And once you find that comfortable space, I want you to imagine the most expansive sky of stars open up in front of you. Just in case she hasn't taken you to Nirvana yet, <laughs> through all the songs <laughs> yeah. that, that lead you up to this point. On her new album, Asha's Awakening from Ravina. We do have a couple more records we want to play for this week, plus a quick lightning round of some other notable releases. But first, we need to take a short break. This message comes from NPR Music's 2022 lead sponsor, State Farm. Each year, NPR Music gives unsigned musicians a chance to submit their original songs to the Tiny Desk Contest. State Farm is proud to support the eighth year of the contest, helping the winner achieve their dreams by going on tour with NPR Music and playing their very own Tiny Desk Concert. Entries over the years have featured surprises like cello paired with electric guitar, a song performed at a lemonade stand, and multiple pets caught on camera. Everyone has their own taste in music, and there are lots of great entries to check out at tinydeskcontest.npr.org. State Farm knows that everyone has a budget, too, and they've got lots of options to fit your lifestyle. For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're looking at the best albums out now on February 11th. We start the second half of the show off with Shamir, and his new one is called Heterosexuality. voices never sounded better. Shamir, Heterosexuality is the record. This is the song Caught Up. Is it just like a really unusually great week for new music? So good. It's a good week for auteurs, I feel like, for people who are, mm. and bands who are, you know, who are shaping a vision. I'm going to put Mary J in that category too, because she is definitely yeah. an auteur of Absolutely. her own. Well, Rihanna, I know this new Shamir record is one that you were excited about. Yeah, I was I was really excited about it since um, the first single Gay Agenda dropped. I think the imagery of it is really beautiful, where like he is in this whole Baphomet garb and acting as this sort of androgynous post-gender terror. And that's really reflected in the record. Rihanna, I think you might have to explain Baphomet to Robin. I'm <laughs> sure Tariq knows, but okay, explain fine. it to Robin. I have no I, idea. I don't, what know, I don't know what Baphomet is. Fine. Hooves. 
horns. Oh. Like the devil? Not really. Exactly. I thought that was yeah. a satyr or something. Or no, is that? It's a goat, sort of. baby. It's a goat. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like a it's like a Satanist figure. It's like a, a regarded form in Satanism for being this sort of beautiful terror. It's Luciferian, but not the form of Lucifer, so to speak. I like that Shamir sort of leaned into that because this record as a whole reflects a sort of identity trauma and particularly like the trauma of coming to terms with your own gender and your own sexuality and kind of operating in this space where I could relate to this being both post-gender and post-sexuality and kind of just occupying space and trying to exist when like you feel as though your body is sort of fighting against you and you feel like a, a terror, you know? I, I saw the sort of Baphomet imagery in the gay agenda video in the cover and I was like, damn, I was like, like he hit the nail on the head with that one. It's, it's sort of an embodiment of your body being this foreign creature. As someone who's trans, your own body becomes this sort of maligned thing that you want to transform. And I, I thought that imagery was really beautiful, especially in the context of the record where Shamir unpacks this sort of mentality on every single track. And how do you think it relates to the sound, though? Because the sound is so lush in that voice, you know, that voice. Yeah, well, and you told me to read Sasha Geffen, Glitter of the Dark. So I think this would be perfect in that book because the whole book sort of unpacks um, how voice relates to the gender binary in music and how music is sort of like a post-gender art form because you as an artist can go through so many transformations from the page to the voice to the recording. And by Shamir pairing his falsetto, which is so beautiful, over these instrumentals that are dark and gritty, and I wrote down Garbage, the band, Nine Inch Nails, <laughs> you know, this album is his sort of reckoning with internal trauma and framing that within sort of industrial context on the record. Shamir, his new one is called Heterosexuality. We've got one more album that we want to play for this week's show, but first let's take a minute to talk about some other notable releases out today. Anne. As far as a beautiful personality, Priscilla Block really has one. This is a record I've been waiting for since 2019 when this young singer-songwriter Priscilla Block dropped her TikTok hit, which was called Thick Thighs. It's on this record. Every track on this record Welcome to the block party. I feel who this woman is. And she is just like a forthright, honest, messed up girl on a bar stool who is trying to figure out how to live in the world, is standing up for herself, but being filled by love. It's all classic tro tropes of country music, but I feel her voice and personality so much in this music. Here's a song where she's like, her ex walks into the bar and she's like, this is my bar. Don't come That. Welcome to the Block Party is the album from Priscilla Block. Uh, Tariq. Yeah, I picked a, a trio that I have been a huge fan of since their debut release, Moonchild. They're out of LA, the trio, the album called Starfruits. And uh, what I love about this, which I didn't know, this is the first release featuring collaborations. A majority of the collaborations are with Black women artists. It is a beautiful, soulful just album, but the track with Rhapsody was the highlight of this release. Yo, 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 I ain't never known 
Love I Need is the track from Moonchild that features Rhapsody on it. Rihanna. All right, I'm going to piggyback off of Anne's country recommendation and tackle the indie rock elephant in the room. Big Thief's (laughs) new double album called Dragon New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You. Sitting pretty at a good 81 minutes, the length of a a full-length movie. It's um, a double album in which the band finds themselves going full country. I've personally gone on a jaw harp rabbit hole since hearing the singles on this album because I was listening to Spud Infinity, which I think is an excellent name for a song. Um, it has a prominent use of the of the jaw harp, which is something that I haven't heard outside of the Splash Mountain Disney ride. Um, and I think it's fully country. <laughs> So I really, I'm really excited for for that to drop and see what everybody's takes on it are. And I got to give a shout out to the band Troopa Troopa. This is just a gloriously noisy, gritty rock band from Poland. Bob Boylan and I love very dearly. They have a new record out today called B Flat A. Uh, I want to play a little bit of a song just real quick to give you a taste of it. This song's called Twitch. Really great variety of music. I know, <laughs> truly. Yeah. Oh, I also want to flag that there's a new album out today by one of my all-time favorite bands, Spoon. Their new one is called Lucifer on the Sofa. All right, one more to play for you this week, and it's from Eddie Vedder. Pearl Jam's hey. Eddie Vedder, a new solo <laughs> album from him. It's called Earthling. Eddie Vedder rocking out on the album Earthling. The song's called Power of Right. And I know no bigger Pearl Jam fan than you. Well, you know, I'm from Seattle. It's like, it's a lot. But I have to say, this record, it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I mean, just very simply, it is a very fine, mainstream, classic rock record that shows every side of what I love the most about Ed Vedder, which is, A, he is always very aware of his connection to the legacy of rock. But there's also, I don't know, there's just that energy that he has that has never flagged over the entire course of Pearl Jam's career. 
that conviction that's in his voice. And I don't think, yeah. I think his voice has never sound better than on this record. I don't know. I love it. I'm kind of shocked. Part of why it works so well for me is, well, it's executed perfectly. Beautifully. But it's, it's what he's singing about. You know, the, his messages of hope and fighting the good fight, they're all very clear on this record. And, yeah. you know, it is, it is not for the cynics out there. And, I, and I, no. as I was listening, I just thought, you know what? You go, Eddie Vedder. You go. <laughs> you know, it's, there's this kind of innocence, you know, like it conjured for me a simpler time when like rock and yeah. roll, the healing power of rock and roll, you know. And I do feel like the resilience of his, is it right to call it innocence? Only in the sense of innocence is not about naivete, but it is about clinging to hope despite what you've been through. Earthling is the album from Eddie Vedder, and that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Thanks so much, Ann Powers. Thank you so much. It was so fun to talk to all y'all. Rihanna Cruz. Thanks for having me. Appreciate being here. And Tariq Moody. Thank you so much, Robin. Don't forget that you can see a complete list of everything that we talked about on the show in the episode description and on our website at npr.org slash allsongs. You can hear full versions of all the songs that we played along with a bunch of new singles that came out this week in our expanded New Music Friday playlists and Apple Music and Spotify. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter to keep up with new Tiny Desk concerts, new playlists, and other music features. You'll find it at npr.org slash music newsletter. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music. Music.